Good morning, friends. How is everybody doing on this fine Wednesday morning? Good morning. Good morning. If anybody notices, I'm struggling a little bit today. We found out yesterday that I have, what's it called? Uh, we have diagnosed you with <laughs> Bell's palsy. Bell's palsy. So my, my, I got a little droopy thing going on. I got a little eye thing going on. And so, yeah, we're looking into that. But it's making drinking boot a little bit difficult. Mm. Drinking out of a bottle. Hard stuff. Is it easier to drink out of a straw? (laughs) (laughs) Nothing's very easier with my mouth. All right. We'll go to the doctor today, maybe. Do you want to do that? I would love to take you to the doctor today. A little walk-in clinic? Yes. Okay. We'll see what they can do. Thank you. What is I it from? Like it. We've done all the research. I really like it when you're willing to go to the doctor. Bell's palsy is from a pinch. Your pinch. A pinch facial, facial nerve. Facial nerve. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So we're still gonna do our morning devos because um, just because our physical might be deteriorating, and it doesn't mean our spiritual has to. <laughs> So thank you for joining us. Is this what happens as you get old? This is what happens, I think, when you get older. Like, but they said that it's a virus. It's viral. It could be viral. Is it? Yeah. So it's a, there's a virus that is swelling the facial nerve. According to Dr. Google. According to Dr. Google. We have determined it's not a stroke. This happened yesterday. I didn't even notice it until I went to drink a straw out of a cup. And I'm like, that is so weird. It feels like a dentist went a little bit. Crazy with the Novocaine. <laughs> All right, so hey, we're don't gonna touch your eye. Don't touch your eye. All right, yeah, I'm uh, blinking problems. Okay, so our reading today from Language of Letting Go. In case you're newly joining us, is appreciating ourselves, and we have a pug going a little bit wild right now. He started as soon as we started our reading. <laughs> um, appreciating ourselves, we okay. We got pug problems. Oh my goodness, here he is. Uh, We are the greatest thing that will ever happen to us. Believe it. It makes life much easier. That's a quote from the book Codependent No More by Melody Beattie. It is time to stop this nonsense of running around picking on ourselves. We may have walked through much of our life apologizing for ourselves either directly or indirectly, feeling less valuable than others, believing that they know better than we do, and believing that somehow others are meant to be here and we are not. We have a right to be here. We have a right to be ourselves. We are here. There is a purpose, a reason, and an intention for our life. We do not have to apologize for being here or for being who we are. We are good enough and deserving. Others do not have our magic. We have our magic. It is in us. It doesn't matter what we've done in our past. We all have a past woven with mistakes, successes, and learning experiences. We have a right to our past. It is ours. It has worked to shape and form us. As we progress on this journey, we shall see how each of our experiences will be turned around and used for good. We've already spent too much time being ashamed, being apologetic, and doubting the beauty of ourselves. Be done with it. Let it go. It is an unnecessary burden. Others have rights, but so do we. We are neither less than nor more than. We are equal. We are who we are. That is who we were created and intended to be. That, my friend, is a wonderful gift. 
God, help me own my power to love and appreciate myself. Help me give myself validity instead of looking to others to do that. Amen. Just one super cheesy line. No, there, Just one. The magic one. <laughs> you got your magic, girl. I have a hard time reading I that. got my magic. You got your magic. But the reality is I didn't think my life was worth living because of how I felt about myself. And I... I thought it was better for me not to be here because of all the people I was hurting. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. coming into recovery, really having to have God give me my new identity, a new life, and and really understanding that I can appreciate myself because God has designed me a certain way. Mm-hmm. And so apart from God, then I have the consequences of not appreciating myself, making myself... I felt horrible. I felt the weight of the burden of these false identities that my past had created. So now in recovery, I don't have to, I can look at my past and use it to my benefit and go like I was under the the words and the lies of the enemy. I came into agreements. I made vows, all of those things. And now I have the freedom that God has given me in this new identity. And so I can walk in appreciation and even look at my past and appreciate my past because I've gone through it to get to my future. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it's it's it can be hard, you know, especially if, if someone's had a really hard life. I think it can be hard to see themselves um, how we see them or and, you know, how how God sees them. And so I can I can I can start to recreate the way that I talk to myself. And I, you know, we, we've often said like, if anybody else talked to me the way that I talk to myself, I use, you, you say I'd punch them right in the face. I think you say that. (laughs) I don't, I don't think, I don't, I don't think I would say that. That's something that sounds like more like you would say. But I would say like, if anyone talked, you know, other people talk to me the way that I talk to myself, like I wouldn't spend time with them. I wouldn't want to be around them. And so am I actually treating myself that way? Like, am I actually like, not treating myself well and then like I don't even really want to be around myself and how do other people want to mm-hmm. be around me if I don't even want to be around myself mm-hmm. so then the gift of recovery is really giving you the ability to actually not fake it but actually really appreciate what God has done in your life as we abandon that and we're given a new life we can really appreciate ourselves and what God's done in us and through us and we have purpose and meaning and we're Dancing happy, joyous, and free. For the most part, not... What would you say to someone who doesn't already have a relationship with God or who doesn't have an understanding of God? How do they, they, you know, start to even, like, think about that? Well, I think we come into recovery and, like, for me, I was very confused of what recovery meant. I thought it was, like, getting my life back on track. But the reality is that life was what addiction had created, what my past had created, and I'm actually looking for a new life in recovery. And I think that is a promise, is that you will appreciate your new life, and you won't be, you can look at your past and still appreciate that because it got you to where you are. And so I think it's very important to um, shine light on the promises. I think it's important that we share our testimonies, anybody in recovery, we should be able to uh, be able to be able to share our past with people and give them hope that if I can recover, you can recover, mm-hmm. and that you have a new life and it's better than your old life, and that we do recover from drugs and alcohol. 
So I think promises are important. I think fellowship is important. I think encouraging each other is important. Um, but yeah, going through the work of recovery to get to the new life is what we'll appreciate. So that's the gift of recovery. Mm. That, my friend, is a wonderful gift. Good? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, so as we go out from here, let's be appreciative of our lives. How do you appreciate stuff? I guess... Like what are what? How do you appreciate? How do you how do you show appreciation? Yeah. So, I mean, I know I like like I know how I want other people to show me appreciation, and so I think I can actually incorporate that into appreciating so buy myself. Flowers for yourself, yeah, and which is something that I do. Take time for yourself. Yeah, yeah, and you know, taking time to to think about what do I enjoy, what do I actually, what do I like, what do I. And part of, you know, me coming into a relationship with a, with a power greater than me was, um, walking and the nature and like walking in the trees and mm-hmm. going out on the water and looking at the, at the birds. Kayaking and time. Kayaking yeah. and so appreciation for yourself is actually spending time doing the things that you like at some level, rewarding yourself. All of those things actually show that you're appreciative appreciative yes of yourself yeah so how do you appreciate yourself how do you show love to yourself i think it's super important because we've come under we've come out from such condemnation Mm -hmm. and shame and guilt and embarrassment of our past and then how do you show appreciation to yourself yeah and i think well that's a good question how do you how do you deal with someone else who isn't showing you appreciation yeah and who's treating you and I think we talked about that yesterday. We talked about boundaries. Yesterday's video was mm-hmm. about boundaries and, you know, and how do we even start to implement boundaries? Well, what was the word that I talked about? Flack. Yeah. Yes. When you set up boundaries. Yeah. But yeah, that's the reality is that um, there are people in our lives that think that we're worthless and that we're under their condemnation. But the, the process of recovery um, will hopefully lead us into healthy relationships yeah and i think just because someone stopped drinking or using you know and might have a little bit of sobriety time behind them it doesn't mean that all the all the everything has been taken care of Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. and so there's a lot involved in recovery and it's a process and it's a journey Mm -hmm. that takes us some time to work through and i i love the part that i'm at right now where i'm doing I'm finishing off my step four and going into my step, my fifth step. And we're looking for what is objectionable, you know? And so for me in my own, do you need help with that? Like I can, I can pitch in too. <laughs> I don't <laughs> need your help telling me what's objectionable in me. And so I think that I actually have to, um, look at my own life and what I find objectionable. And as I get healthier, and as I heal and recover, there's going to be people that I can't, I have to ha- have boundaries with. And, mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. you know, yesterday's video I thought was like, yesterday's reading was really good. Of Yeah, so if somebody's not treating you a certain way of what you deserve, then yeah, set up boundaries. And maybe I don't need to take that phone call mm-hmm. or, you know, maybe I need to, you know. But if, it, if, if it's somebody that you live with, then it gets a little more tricky. Certainly. And so a lot being tricky. in recovery should... Yeah. 
give us a new insight, give us a new hope, give mm-hmm. us new wording, give us new appreciation for ourselves and others. And what I really, really love about this recovery process and going through the work we're doing it right now through a Big Book Awakening, which is a way of working through the 12 steps with a workbook and a sponsor. And it just goes really deep into the 12 steps. And, you know, I love that my self-worth actually needs to come from inside, like inside myself mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that the solution is actually inside me. Because if the solution is a higher power, a power greater than me, then that means that like all the external parts, like people, places and things they aren't what determine mm-hmm, mm-hmm. whether I have a good day or a bad day. If mm-hmm. I stay focused on my own recovery mm-hmm. and you have a bad day, that, you know, the ultimate goal. And last year when we started this, I thought for sure we needed to go to marriage counseling. Like I was like, this is not going to work. And we've been doing this for a long time now. Mm-hmm. And really going into my own recovery journey has changed everything. It's changed everything. And mm-hmm. we didn't have to go to marriage counseling. Well, that's untreated addiction looks like we need medication we need therapy we need whatever Mm -hmm. but the reality is if we have a spiritual sickness um we're spiritually disconnected connecting to god through the 12 steps or through life lab we have the link that for that down below if you want to become a member of life lab then uh click the link down below and uh, become a member we have an open recovery meeting starting in 15 minutes so we gotta go is it 15 minutes oh my goodness morning (laughs) devos have uh (laughs) Um, was afternoon devos, but yeah, join us at noon Eastern on zoom. All of our links are in our social for, uh, Mm -hmm. the zoom call. So it is an open all addictions meeting. There's going to be a speaker for 25 minutes and then open share time or questions. Feel free to private message. Love to chat more. Have a great afternoon and wash your hands and keep the peace and be a good behavior. We will see you tomorrow at hopefully eight 30 ish. Mm -hmm.